perception is very dangerous. Mm. And so the way that we perceive ourselves, it changes all the time. It's a perspective issue. One day we're feeling really good. The next day we're feeling really bad. One day we're feeling really this. The next day we're feeling the complete opposite. And so self-perception is a very dangerous way to even gauge how you're feeling day to day. Like imagine if it's like every single day I'm going to wake up, go to the mirror and then decide how I feel based Mm. on my perception that changes daily. That would be just, but that's a lot of us do that. Welcome to Compare to Who, the podcast to help you stop comparing and start living. I'm your host, Heather Creekmore. I hate to admit this, but I used to secretly obsess over my appearance. I thought it was part of my job as a woman to always look better, but never felt like I could be good enough. Maybe you can relate. God in his grace showed me a way out and I want to give you all the tools you need to break free too. If you've ever spent too much time stressing over your looks, I get it. I hope you'll keep listening and find the same freedom I have. Here are three other things you should know about me. I'm a minivan driving mom of four. I'm author of the book Compared to Who and the Burden of Better. I'm a blogger at comparedtowho.me and you just may have seen my epic big fail on Netflix. If you've ever struggled with comparison or body image issues, Compared to Who is the show for you. I hope you enjoy today's episode and hey, tell a friend about it. Welcome to the Compared to Who Show. I'm Heather Creekmore, and I am so glad that you are watching or listening today. I have a super fun guest, and we're going to have a great time talking about all things body image and comparison. Her name is Cambria Joy, and let me tell you just a little bit about her. She has a YouTube channel you've probably seen. She's a podcast, and she does weekly emails to encourage women to feel healthy from the inside out. She's a certified personal trainer and a certified nutrition coach with uh, the National Academy of Sports Medicine. She lives in Southern California with her husband, Bo, and a dog named, am I saying it right, Cambria, Meester? You got it. So do you say here, come here, Meester. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. Well, Cambria, thanks for being on the show today. Thank you so much for having me, Heather. This is going to be so fun. I'm already feeling the fun. I'm ready. (laughs) Fun is my middle name. So (laughs) well, I was delighted to receive your book. If you are just listening, you're going to have to go to YouTube if you want to see it or go to Amazon and all the places. But you have a brand new book out. When did it come out? Early January. Early January. Okay. And so this book is really cool. And I'll just be honest with you. I most of the time don't like books like this. Okay. <laughs> because, no, I love that. I'm I'm with you actually. <laughs> because because so many of the t- so much of the time the book is like don't worry, it's not important that you look hot. Just look at the pictures of how hot I look and remind oh yourself gosh. That it's not important that you look hot, but if you take my advice and look at my hot pictures and, you know, as I was kind of thinking about like an overarching theme for a conversation, I was, and I should have, I should have given you a heads up on this because we just jumped right in, but I was kind of thinking like hot versus health, right? Yes. But I appreciate the fact that, I mean, you're very hot. Okay. You're, you're, you're beautiful, but like your pictures are not like you have pictures of yourself in this book, but your pictures are not. Look at how hot I am. Yeah. Like showing off. That's not, that's not what you're about. And I, I love your heart in this book 
as you talk about the root of these issues that so many women struggle with. So let's just, let me just back up the bus a little bit. I love but- it. I love that you, we just don't, I love <laughs> Uh, first of all, I already I, I love you, so we can be best friends forever now. <laughs> your honesty and just the authenticity, like I'm with you. I'm such a book. I am I am a read. I'm a diehard reader. Like it's in my blood. It's the way God made me, and I'm with you. I just I like a book. I just like mm-hmm. a good book. And if it's like pictures and like there's rest, I'm just kind of like I don't know. Like, it's not really, <laughs> that's not like my type. Uh-huh. Like, I just want a really well written book. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so, like, it's funny because being my first book with, you know, recipes, workouts, photos, you know what I mean? It's, it is kind of like it was a different route that we went with it. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. And, but I'm so glad. I'm so glad that it's not because that is it, you know? And I think that you can see anyone in everyone's book, but especially you can feel the heart behind right. people. You know Absolutely. how you were saying like, it, it's not like I'm hot here, try to look like me. But the real message is, you know, you don't have to be, you know what I mean? And so right. it's like, everybody wants to feel beautiful, but right. there is that, there is the heart behind, you know, it's like first Samuel 16, seven, the Lord doesn't look at the outward appearance. He looks at the heart. Mm-hmm. You know? It's like, that's the first thing that you can smell from another person. Right. You can smell it from a mile away. So I love it. I love that you were just so like, (laughs) I don't like books like this, but I like, that makes me so happy. Thank you. That's that's awesome. Okay. So tell me, tell me where this all started for you. Like this, this heart, this passion for helping women on these issues obviously came from your own struggle. So yeah, back us up to where it started for you. Yeah. I remember I was in high school. I think I was like 15 or 16 years old. And my friend, she took her jeans and she threw them across the room at me. And she said, here, these don't fit me anymore, but maybe you can fit into them because they're too big for me now. And I just remember that was the first time that I ever, I, I was so like, I guess just naive, maybe just like pure in heart. I had never like exactly like what we were talking about. Like when, when somebody is like trying to show off or their body, my, the way that I look like didn't even like, I never looked in the mirror to like, well, how do I look? And like, how do I think about myself Mm -hmm. and the way that I feel that I look? And it was never how I look is my worth or how I look is the way that other people see me as a person. Or, you know, I don't know. It just was like, oh, I just look in the mirror to like, make sure I don't have like food in my teeth. And like, I just make sure my, I zipped up my pants or something. I don't know. I was just like such a young, just like 16, just like living my life and just mm-hmm. being a teenager and just like enjoying my life. And I, that I was just happy. But that moment, that moment was the moment that my eyes were opened to something like past the mirror. Mm-hmm. Like it was okay. So is this how other people see me? Obviously it is because this is what my, my best friend is telling me. Mm. And it, it really just spiraled me into maybe not spiraled, but it definitely was the first step of like, okay, well, if that's how you see me, then how do I see myself? And like, oh, well, maybe I do need to change. And that was like the first time that I ever looked into dieting, purchasing a diet, following the diet. Uh Uh-oh, I can't follow the diet. It's too hard to follow. Mm -hmm. I need to try harder. I need to do more. 
I, I'm going to do my best, but my best was never enough. Mm -hmm. And then it was going in circles and circles and circles and feeling like all I ever do is go in circles. I can never be enough. Mm -hmm. I will never be enough because I can't even stick to this thing and I can't. And then, so then the over-exercising began mm -hmm. and the, and then the extreme restriction. And then my body, thank God, honestly, the way that God made us is like, I need food. My body was literally crying out for food mm -hmm. because I was like, in my mind, how much can I not eat? Mm -hmm. It was like a game. It was like, right. how much can I, how much can I, can I just eat half of this sandwich? Can I just eat? And so it was always like, it was always like chasing a goalpost that would then move. As soon mm -hmm. as I'd get there, it would just move. Mm -hmm. And so it was like, I always felt like I was trying to cross the finish line. And right when I would get there, it would move a hundred yards right. back. And so it was this, it was never ending. It was a miserable way to live, but I didn't know how to get out of it. Mm -hmm. And I was stuck. And so my body literally started, I started binge eating because mm -hmm. uncontrollably binge eating, mm -hmm. not like, not like, like literally binge eating disorder where mm -hmm. it's like literally your body physically is like, it, it literally is, I'm just binging. Like I can't even control this there. Mm -hmm. I can't control this urge to eat. Like my body was forcing me to eat. It's like your prime, the part of your brain that kicks in that God, it's like survival mode. Mm -hmm. Like I'm going, I need food, you know? And so yeah, that's kind of how that began. And at the same time, I had started my YouTube channel just like a year or two before or something like that. And so then I started just being more open about, you know, I was making like random videos. I don't even know, like fashion videos, all these random videos. But then I started opening up about what was going on um, and, and how I actually ended up stopping binge eating because mm. I read every single book. I cried out to God. We can get into all that. But basically, yeah, that was that was the beginning of, you know, how I now share this with other women. And that I'm so passionate about it because I've been there mm -hmm. and I understand that feeling of, I feel so hopeless and I feel like I'm never going to get out of this and I don't feel beautiful. And it's not even about feeling beautiful, but like, I don't feel beautiful mm -hmm. and like, and I don't feel free and I do feel stuck and I, and I don't, and is this just how my life is going to be? And mm -hmm. I know that pain is so run so deep that it, it, it's so much more than, yeah. than when we just look in the mirror and we just feel like, Oh, I just, I'm not feeling super confident. Like it runs so much deeper. Right. Like every woman that looks in the mirror and feels that is feeling it in her soul, mm -hmm. not just because it's like a mirror thing, you know? And so that's, that's really where my heart behind all this comes. And, um, yeah, I just, I love talking about it. I love, I just, I love, I love this, you know, because it's, it's just my heart. So, okay. So what, what changed? Yeah. So I, well, I remember there's another very distinct moment that I was on my bedroom floor and I was sobbing like the mm -hmm. ugly cry, like so broken. I had just binged and I hadn't binged in a while, but I had just binged again. And so I felt like I had failed and I mm -hmm. felt like, great. I thought I was making progress. And then obviously I'm clearly not making progress because here I just binged again. I had eaten like six bread roll, like ciabatta rolls with like honey and butter. It was delicious, but I was so starving that I had eaten like six of, I had eaten like the whole, you know, container of them. Mm -hmm. And it's like, obviously way too much food made me feel so incredibly sick. Like, but that's the thing is that I was so, my body was so like out of control that I just, I, I, I was like, 
I had to binge. Like my body just did it. It just did it. And so I just felt so full of shame. And I felt like, what have I done to myself? And how am I so out of control? And I just feel so, I felt so full on the outside, like sick to my stomach but I felt so empty on the inside. Mm. Like I, I was just the biggest failure and I was never going to get out of this. And I had read every book and I just, it was in that moment that I just literally, I quite literally cried out to God. Like mm. I, I'm talking like a, a real cry from my heart. And I just like, I cried out to God. And then it was like, I am broken. Mm. I am at the end of my rope. I have dug myself into this on my own Mm -hmm. and I cannot get out of this. And I did this. I chose this path. Mm -hmm. I was, and I admit, I'm like, I, I didn't even mean to God, but like, I am so consumed with my appearance Mm -hmm. and I'm so consumed with, I'm, I I don't want to be consumed with this anymore. Mm -hmm. I don't want to be overcome by this anymore. You you know, none of us wants to be overcome Mm -hmm. by anything. We want to be overcomers. We want to rise above these limitations. We want to rise above our problems, but we can't do that in our, in our own strength. Mm -hmm. And that is literally when God rescued me from myself. And I said, God, and it was just like, in, in my heart of like, God, if you like, it's not like God, if you do that, like, that's not the kind uh-huh. of like thing that I believe in or whatever, or I agree <clears throat> with whatever. Um, but I was like, God, if you, cause I knew he was able, like, if you are able to save me, I know you're able to save me, God, but if you are able to get me out of this and I can yeah. tell one person, one person, one girl that is struggling with this, it will all be worth it because mm-hmm. this is the, like, I was so hopeless. There was no light at the end of the tunnel. And I felt like if I feel like this and I thought I'm going to have an eating disorder for the rest of my life, Mm -hmm. there's no hope for me. I don't know if I'm going to have to go to therapy. I don't know. I don't know what the solution is, but like this, I am stuck. Mm -hmm. I am 100% stuck. And in that moment, I was like, if you, if I can just help one girl, one girl, and she gets unstuck and freed from this because of God, you saving me and I can tell her how you saved me and that you can do that same exact thing for her. It will be worth it. And it's so crazy that, you know, God saved me. Mm-hmm. He saved me from myself and he saved me from self-idolatry is really right. what it was. Right. And the, this crazy thing is that I didn't even realize it. And I feel mm-hmm. like that's really how the enemy works. You know, he's a deceiver. He likes to twist things to Eve. You know, did God really say that? Right. Is that what he really said? And so that's what the enemy does. And it's like, do you, you know, you don't really, you just need to, you know, it's just a diet. Is that, is it, is it really self-obsession? And it really is. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like that is the root of it. And so for me, it was coming to this, coming to the end of myself and coming to this realization of like, this is a heart issue, not right. like a scale issue. Right. It doesn't matter what the number on the scale is. That's not where my worth comes from. Right. And, and so that really was the beginning of then me sharing my story online on YouTube and hundreds of thousands of people. I had no idea because I felt so alone. Right. I, I really did. I felt so alone that I was like, I mean, if one, and I literally was thinking like just one mm-hmm. and God just like hundreds of thousands of people, if not millions, you know, mm-hmm. with, you know, and so it's like, 
it's just crazy. You know, it's crazy. It's, and it's amazing how, you know, God is our savior. It, it, what God really showed me, he's the savior of my soul. Mm-hmm. He saved me, but he's also the savior like of, of, I don't know, these, these parts of our lives that we just maybe feel like our, we're, we just can't be rescued from, you right. know what I mean? Like right. our sin, but like very specific areas, you know what I mean? Saved my soul, but he saved me from this specific this specific sin, this specific, you know what I mean? And he's just so personal and it, he's amazing. So praise God for real. And, um, and he can do that for anybody, any listener, he can do it for you. Yep. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's my story too. I don't know if you knew that or not, but my, my first book is all about, you know, me coming to terms with body image idolatry. And, and then wow. my second book, Bird of Better, is really about recognizing that, okay, it's not just body image idolatry. It's all the different ways we try to make our lives better, that we have these ideals, which are idols and those sorts of things. So yeah, really same, same exact story. And, and, and same story too with just having read all the books. I mean, that's why, that's why I wrote my first book, because every book I read, every Christian book I read was it just said to just, you know, basically chant to myself that I'm fearfully and wonderfully made and I'd be okay. And I was like, but the problem was it just kept the focus on me, 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 me. Mm. And and like to what you just said with the idol of self, if we use God's word to feed our idol of self, like we're Mm. twisting God's word, like God's word is not to magnify us. It's to magnify him. And so, yeah, I, I love that. Um, and I also love how you shared that sharing your story has set other people mm-hmm. free um, because I feel like that's a really important thing. Even mm-hmm. further along in this journey, when I work with women and I coach women, I encourage them to start sharing their story, even with the women around them, because I feel like that's kind of when your freedom gets solidified in a way, yes. right? Because the enemy comes in and he's like, yeah, you didn't really make as much progress as you thought you had, did you? You know, like, you're, oh, you're still tempted to go on that diet. You're still tempted to overeat that thing. Oh, you really haven't made any progress. But when you start sharing your story with others, boy, that's when you can really see the freedom. So that's, that's really awesome. Totally. I just love that you said that, you know, we take God's word and we use it as this, like to feed self because that is exactly right. That's what I did. And that's the thing is that I didn't even know I was just, it's so innocent and it's right. So, and then well, sometimes, you know, for different, can't well, no. about the heart, but, but yeah, it's because exactly, it's the, bi- totally but it's the Bible. Different. So you're like, Oh, it's the Bible. Yes. So as long as it, you know, I'm a masterpiece, you know, like I'll, like I've, yes. I've gone to speak to groups of women and like, I have this talk with them about body image idolatry and, you know, taking our eyes off of ourselves and putting them onto Jesus. Mm-hmm. And, and you actually use the, on the back of your book, it's, um, satisfaction can't be found in the mirror, can only be found in God is like one of the little taglines in the back of your book. And, and I do this little thing with a mirror where I kind of like tilt it up and do this little mirror tilt exercise thing. And, and I will do, I'll go through this whole long thing. And then at the end, they'll like have a craft where they make a mirror and put at the top of the mirror, like you are awesome. I'd be like, ah, <laughs> okay. This, you know, and, and I don't know, have you seen, do you know who Gawk Wan is? Uh-uh. Mm-mm. So there's, he, there was like a Today Show series a couple years ago. And this guy recommended that women like just stare in the mirror longer and harder until they decided to love themselves. And I just remembered like my heart breaking when I saw that because it was like, anyone who's really struggling with this issue knows mm. like the longer and the harder you stare in the mirror, like 
the yeah. more depressed you get, right? Literally, yeah. So, yeah. like, what what's been like? How do you talk about dealing with the mirror with with your folks? Like, what's what are some yeah. of your encouragements in terms mm. of? You have a bad mirror day. <laughs> Let's yeah, call yeah, it yeah. right. Like, how do you, how do you coach women in that? Yeah, I feel like we've all we've all felt that we've all been there where we look in the mirror and just feel like, <clears throat> you know, I do I do feel like I'm I'm not taking care of myself or I'm stuck in this eating disorder. I'm, you know what I mean? We all have our different where we're at and our different journeys. But I know for me that I used to do that exact thing. I used to say, well, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And then I would pop a diet pill and then Mm -hmm. like not eat lunch. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So Mm -hmm. it was very like self-serving. And, and that's the thing is that I genuinely thought, well, I'm just trying to be healthy. So like, obviously God wants me to be healthy. So this is, you know, a good thing to do. And so I just did not, it, it took me coming to the end of myself. And I think that's the, I think that's really the key with, with the way that we, the way that we see ourselves, self-perception is very dangerous. Mm. And so the way that we perceive ourselves, it changes all the time. It's a perspective issue. One day we're feeling really good. The next day we're feeling really bad. One day we're feeling really this, the next day we're feeling the complete opposite. And so self-perception is a very dangerous way to even gauge how you're feeling day to day. Like imagine if it's like every single day, I'm going to wake up, go to the mirror and then decide how I feel based Mm. on my perception that changes daily. A lot of us do that. Right. You know what I mean? Right. A lot or of the women scale. Do that. Right. Yeah. Totally. They yeah. wake up, go on the scale. I haven't weighed myself in like five years. I have no mm-hmm. idea how much I weigh. I really don't care. I don't, I, it, you know, it's, it's not going, it, it, I don't know. Anyway, I could go into whole thing, calories, scales, like yeah. nobody ever had that before. This, these are all right. new things. Right. And these numbers that measure our worth in our own, but why? Because we give it the worth. Right. We place the value. Right. We say, yep, that's allowed. We're literally saying, yep, that's allowing mm-hmm. to measure my worth. Right. Because that's the power that you're giving it. Right. But when we remove that power, when we say, actually, no, my identity is not found in the mirror or in how I perceive myself in the mirror. Right. It's found in that God has created me and made me an eternal soul. And I'm never even going to take this body with me anyway. It's only temporary. <laughs> it's a tent. Right. So at this temporary tent, I'm obsessing and trying to perfect and I'm getting upset over it and frustrated at it. We're missing the point of life. Right. Our body is just a vehicle for our purpose. Right. It's just housing our eternal soul that God made. And so if we look around and we say, well, wow, the sunset's really beautiful, but like this trash and everything that's destroying the ocean is super ugly. It's kind of like, well, yeah, that's how it is being in this physical body. It's like God, we're God's most amazing creation. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I just went to the zoo and I'm like looking at this giraffe and I'm like, this thing is sick. <laughs> I'm like, uh-huh. this is amazing. But I'm like, but God created us in his image. Right. And so we are created, created in the image of God. We are eternally, uh, we have eternal souls that we get to be with him forever. And we're trying to perfect a temporary body. Like, of course, the enemy would want to put us on a, 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 a never ending merry-go-round because we're missing. It's a giant exer- It's literally a giant exercise in missing the point. Right. If we're exercising and we're taking care of ourselves just to perfect this temporary body. And so for the woman that's looking in the mirror and like having a bad mirror day, we have to lift our eyes away from the mirror we have to turn our eyes away from the mirror. We have to look them up literally. And remember that this life is temporary. This body 
is temporary. And thank God, thank God I have a, a pumping heart and blood that moves and lungs that can breathe. And thank God. Um, and, and being thankful, being mm-hmm. thankful and saying, and, and honestly being transformed by the renewing of your mind mm-hmm. and honestly looking at Jesus, looking at how Jesus lived, you know what I mean? And looking and, and yes, looking at the scriptures, but saying like physical training is of some value, but, but it's like, the big, but right. You know what I mean? It's like, it's the end of that verse, but it's godliness. It's about godliness. And so when we remember that we can actually enjoy our body so much more because we're grateful for it. We're thankful for it. We're not trying to change it. And we allow, that's the biggest thing I ever hear is I I do this and then I don't see any changes. So I give up, you know Mm. what I mean? It's like, that's not the point. The Mm. changes will come, but Mm. it's, I'm taking care of this body that God has given me and I have right. more energy for my kids. I have more energy for my purpose. I have more energy to show up and do this. You know what I mean? Like I have more energy for, I don't know, myself and my time that I read my Bible. Maybe I'm not falling asleep. I don't know. It's whatever it is, yeah. you know? So it's just, we have to turn our eyes away from the mirror and it's a lot, you know, I, I would say it's like, you know, it, easier said than done kind of thing, but it's like, it really is like d- determining Cause it's like sometimes in those, cause I know how it feels in those moments where it's like, it really does feel like I just, I don't like the way that I look. I don't feel good. I don't, you know what I mean? It's so, uh, it brings you down, but there is power and it's transformation. You know what I mean? It doesn't happen in one day. Mm-hmm. It's being transformed by the renewing of your mind. And then it really is transformed and you're able to literally turn your eyes away from the mirror and experience peace. Right. Because that's what we want. We want peace. Absolutely. Tired of comparing yourself to others? It's time to break free, my friend. Check out compareedtohu.me online and you'll find a ton of great resources, blog posts, videos, and so much more to help you stop comparing and start living. And make sure you sign up for my exclusive email list while you're there. I send my email friends things I don't send anyone else. You can also find out more about my brand new book, The Burden of Better, How a Comparison-Free Life Leads to Joy, Peace, and Rest. If you're tired of battling comparison, friend, I wrote this book just for you. Check it out right after this episode, of course. You kept saying like perfecting, but it goes back to like, according to who? Whose definition of perfection are we working towards? Because even as just even amongst women, there are certain women that you probably look at and you think, oh, she's really beautiful. Maybe like, it might be nice to look Mm -hmm. like that, right? But they might not be the same women that I look at like that, right? Like we have different standards of beauty, even amongst ourselves. Mm -hmm. And so like when we get on this like treadmill of like, I've got to be perfect, like perfect, like which one of these people are you trying to be perfect like? Are you trying to be perfect like the woman with the larger butt or the one with the flatter butt? There's all different variety, right? Like I, when I started in fitness, no one wanted a butt. You tried to get rid of your butt, right? And now everyone wants a butt. And I'm like, well, this is unbelievable to me. I'm like, well, hold on, butt, no butt, what's happening? How can you it's win? True. <laughs> so true, Heather. I could not agree with you more. Everyone wanted to be super, super thin, 10 years ago. And now it's, everyone wants to be thick. And I'm like, what, who even, I, I don't know, you know, God made different body types. So let's right. just be how we are. Right. I don't know. You right. Know what I'm saying? There's no right. way to do this thing. Do okay. But do- yeah, no, you're exactly right. Okay. So you do nutrition stuff, you do fitness stuff. Okay. 
And then I've seen some interviews you've you've done on more mental health kind of stuff. And so I'm hoping maybe you can help me with something I've been wanting to address. And that is the difference between hot and healthy. Okay. Now it, it's not to say that you can't be both. <laughs> right. But I, I feel like I hear the word healthy slapped on the like, look, I lost the weight. So now I'm healthy. Like, I feel like I see that association way too much. Like, oh, I dropped 30 pounds. Now I'm healthy. Right. But I think there's more going on sometimes. And you coming from an ED background, yeah. um, like me, like there's a lot going on beyond what happens when someone just drops weight a lot of times on the inside. So can you talk to me about what you've seen there and maybe standards you use with your clients in terms of let's talk about what real health is. Can can you fill yeah. that out for me? I always go back to first Samuel 16, seven, that the Lord doesn't look at that word appearance. He looks at the heart. And so there can be a woman who loses 30 pounds and she does it in the healthiest mindset ever. And she's free and she's, you know, enjoying her life. And she's really made changes that, you know, are benefiting her health. And I, I get this question a lot from women who really have this part of like, you know, I really, I am so grateful that, you know, God gave me my body and I, and I do want to lose weight for my health. Mm -hmm. And so my heart just, I just want to give them the biggest hug ever because it's like they, they're doing it from this heart of genuinely like, okay, my doctor is saying I need to lose some weight. It would be good for my health. And so there's that. It's all about, it's all about the heart. And so, and then, cause it could be the unhealthiest thing ever for a woman who no matter what the weight is, no matter what, but she is, she is restricting. She is just, and she goes into this extremely unhealthy mindset. It's like the more we try to be healthy. And this is what I found. And in, in, at least in my life, this is, been very true. The more we run after health, the further away we get from health, right. we become the most unhealthy. And right. so, yes, it really is about mindset. And so, and the body changes, yeah, are a, a result of what's going on on the inside. Mm -hmm. And so, but again, it has to be, you know, it's kind of the, the way that I like to say, it, it's like a happy donut is better than a sad salad. And I think <laughs> it's so true because we have this idea that like food, we look at food, we look at workouts, we look at being healthy as all about how can I look this certain way? Mm -hmm. And, and rather than, okay, I want to be healthy and I'm going to allow my body to change mm -hmm. as it needs to change. Sometimes that sometimes you need to gain weight. Mm -hmm. Sometimes my body will lose weight. It's whatever the body needs. And so it's like when we are living in a way that is not overeating mm -hmm. and undereating, mm -hmm. God gave us. And that's the other thing we can really ruin our hunger signals with, you know, extreme restriction, extreme fasting or extreme overeating at the same mm -hmm. time. And so, um, when everyone's on a different journey in a different place, even this past summer, I had to realize I'm like, I've lost all my hunger signals because I've been mm. doing intermittent fasting in the name of health. And I genuinely was doing it from a heart of like, mm. I think this will help my gut mm -hmm. literally of like, again, just not knowing, trying to do my best. And so it's really in that, in that God is so loving and gracious in that way that he will lead you. Do you mm. know what I mean? Absolutely. And so like for me, no, of course, I, I've not, you know, I have not binged in years. I've been set totally set free by the grace of God. 
But this past summer, I was like, I, you know, this isn't working for me anymore. So for the woman that is, you know, for wherever you're at, God will lead you. And so, and that's, that's what I always say. We don't need an external map. We don't need a diet. We don't need, you know, this extreme, you know, workout program, move your body, eat when you're hungry and stop when you're full. God gave you internal, God gave you an internal GPS, an internal roadmap. And when we honor that, instead of trying to take it into our own hands and well, I'm already over my calorie limit. So I really can't eat that apple when all we want to do is eat the apple or when we want to eat the brownie. It doesn't even matter what it is. Right. When we honor either one of those cravings or wanting to eat that there's, there's freedom and there's goodness in that. Mm -hmm. And now that I'm digging into the sciencey things of it, I'm going to further my education. But I, because of this past summer, even I'm like, oh my gosh, I just didn't know any of this. It's just amazing that the way that God even made us, it, Mm -hmm. it really blows me away. I'm like, well, no, you need glue. Everyone's like anti-sugar. I'm like, well, no, actually God created your body to literally run off of glucose. So right. you literally need sugar, right. whether you feed yourself it or not, it right. will make sugar, which is very stressful to your body. And then you'll have hormone problems, which is what happened to me. So, and that's the thing I just, you know, you just don't know. So mm-hmm. God's given us everything that we need and he really yeah. has. He really does. He really has. Amen. Yeah, I agree. Amen. Okay. Tell us about your book. What's, what's in here? What can we expect in here? What's in yes. growing strong? Yes. Devotions, workouts, recipes. I, oh my goodness. It's basically our entire conversation in a book, but <laughs> with super delicious, amazing, yummy recipes that are my favorite recipes ever. They're so yummy and just super fun, amazing workouts that are doable, that are fun, that are enjoyable, that make you, that make you feel good, that won't drain you. Mm. Um, I see a lot of that too in, you know, I don't know. I'm really passionate about the sciencey part of mm-hmm. like workouts and stuff. Yeah. And so um, I just really wanted to create workouts that were going to benefit women and our bodies and our hormones and the way that just the way that God made us. And so these workouts are, they, they work, they make you feel amazing from the inside out. They get your blood pumping and a heart moving. They it's, they're so good, but the devotions really are, it's basically like what we, what we've talked about today. Mm-hmm. And, that, and that's what I see a lot is that women were, women are feeling stuck. Women mm-hmm. are feeling like they're going in circles Women are feeling like I can't get out of this. You know, I can't get out of this. I feel, I feel so low and Mm -hmm. I feel like I don't know how to turn. I don't know how to turn my eyes away from the mirror. That's what I see more than like, I I understand. I know the truth. I know the truth. I know what God says about me, but I really don't know how this practically, like, I don't know. And that's the cool thing is really, it's the Holy spirit, but it's just, it's, it's literally just how God's word has been illuminated in my life mm-hmm. to set me free. Mm-hmm. And so, and there's freedom in that, not just for me, but for yeah. everyone. And so the, the devotions really are in there. They are, I just love, I love it because everything is short, but it's, it's really sweet. And so yeah. I wanted the book to be something that, yeah, you could just like flip through, do a workout, do a recipe, read, read a devotion, but it would be like, you're sitting down and I'm having coffee with you. I'm having tea with you, whatever you drink. And I'm really just, we're looking at, we're looking at what God has said. And we're saying, we're not doing the self-perception thing anymore. We're going to be set free Mm -hmm. and there's freedom and peace. That's what that I really found with, with this area. It really seems at least that that's what really we're looking for is just peace. We're looking for rest. We're looking for rest from this crazy 
work out, try to look like that, try mm-hmm. to be thin 10 years ago. Now try to be thick this year. It's like, yeah. it's craziness. And it's like, we don't have to go insane anymore. We don't have to go insane and we can rise above this. We can break free of it right. because God, mm-hmm. because he, he is, he is in us. We have the Holy spirit in us. And so just realizing that, that we don't have to stay right. stuck. Right. That we don't have to do the same thing that we've always done because that's what we've always done. Or that I've tried so hard in the past. I don't see how it could be any different in the future. I just don't see it. And mm-hmm. it's like, we're going to go there. You know what I mean? Like that's where we're going to go. And then we're going to say, nope, God will enable you. He will enable you, not you enabling you, not you trying right. harder. This isn't about you trying harder or doing better or doing the workouts in the book or fall. It's not even about <laughs> that. Yeah. It's literally literally about that God is able and, and, and literally just reminding us all of that, you know? So I, the devotions, they are, oh, they are, I, I love that. I, that's probably so funny to say about you, but I love growing strong. I love the devotions. They're powerful. And they, they, I, I truly believe that when we receive God's word in a way, exactly like you were saying, Heather, that's not self-serving, but really is God. What, what have you, what have you said? What do you, what do you say? What have you said? What do you say? And and he will change you. He will, he will literally experience transformation from the inside out. Amen. I love it, Cambria. Tell everyone where they can connect with you. Yes, cambriajoy.com. You can find literally everything on cambriajoy.com, but cambriajoy on YouTube, cambriajoy on Instagram, cambriajoy.com slash book. You can grab Growing Strong. Whatever you need, I got you. Workout programs, Growing Strong, YouTube videos. I'm here to help you. You're there. there. (laughs) Joy. That's awesome. Well, Cambria, thank you so much for being on this show today. It was super fun to talk to you. Thank you so much, Heather. It was so fun talking with you. It was great. And thank you for watching or listening today. I hope something in today's episode has helped you stop comparing and start living. Bye-bye. Hey, friend, would you check out the date on that episode you just listened to? Yeah, it's been a minute. Listening to old podcasts is almost like reading my diary from several years ago. In some cases, it's even a little embarrassing. So instead of listening straight through season by season, can I encourage you to skip ahead? I release brand new episodes every Tuesday and Friday. And if you're not sure where to start, you can go to improvebodyimage.com, find the Start Here button, and I've got several episodes listed and categorized so you can find the topics that are of most interest to you. Your time is valuable, so skip straight to the good stuff. I'm glad you're here. Thanks for letting me be a part of your body image and food freedom journey. Finding uplifting news in today's headlines is often like searching for a needle in a haystack. At the Story Behind podcast, we believe in the power of finding heartwarming tales and are happy to share empowering stories with you every week. Hear about how Steve Harvey surprised a dying man on Family Feud with $25,000. Get inspired by the note a waitress received from a patron dining alone. And even hear about how one VIP passenger made a hardworking pilot get emotional before his flight. To start listening to the Story Behind podcast, visit lifeaudio.com or search Story Behind on your favorite podcast platform.